everyone, and welcome to Midtown Conversations here on midtownradio.ca. Today, we are exploring and listening to some brand new local music releases from right here in the KW music scene, and I am so excited. My name is Allison Dijak, and I am your guest host for today's episode. You can usually hear me Thursday nights on On The Scene, but while that show is taking a little bit of a break, I'm excited to hop back into Midtown Conversations. So let's get this show started. Well, welcome to Midtown Conversations this morning. As I said, my name is Allison Dijak, and I am so excited to dive into some of these brand new music releases from the KW music scene. There's been so many incredible releases, and we're only a month into 2024, so it is just getting me real pumped up for all the music that is to come out of this community over the rest of the year. Before we begin, I want to acknowledge that we are currently broadcasting and recording on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral People. And we recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area as we use this contemporary stolen territory for sharing arts and culture. So we have a lot that's going on in our episode today. First off, I'm going to be chatting with local punk rockers Red Output. They're a band that came on the scene about four years ago. They were just finishing up their last year of high school, released a killer EP, started playing shows in Kitchener and Toronto, and since then they have just leveled up. They've been playing so many cool shows, being put on some really fantastic bills, And they also just released a brand new single. So I'm going to be chatting with the band, sort of diving into all that they got up to in the last couple of years. After that, I get to sit down with Owen Tester, the lead guitarist, co-writer, co-producer of pop punk group Living Room for Small. They have been absolutely crushing it lately. If you have not heard of Living Room for Small, where have you been? They're killing it in Kitchener-Waterloo. And so we're going to chat with Owen all about the brand new single, Wherever You Go, and the EP that came along with it. Uh, I'm also going to play a little bit of a lightning round with Owen to hear what some of his likes and dislikes and preferences are in the local community. At the end of the show, I have two more new songs that I'm going to share with y'all from sort of the more acoustic singer-songwriters of the region. Amanda Brom has a new single that she's going to introduce for us, and we're also going to hear a little bit of Alyssa DVM's brand new song as well. So stay tuned. We've got a ton of fantastic local music coming your way and lots of fun chats as well. So let's get right into it. Um, Last week, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Red Output. Red Output have been tearing up the stage in Southern Ontario the last few years with headline shows and opening sets for touring bands such as Hotel Myra, Texas King, Leviat, and Motherfolk. Though putting a lot of time and effort into shows, Red Output's main focus has always been producing high quality and unique music. Their influences range from 2000s indie rock, such as The Strokes, The Kooks, and The Arctic Monkeys, to modern post-punk and indie music, such as Geese and Black Country New Road. Their latest single, Rafters, is out now, and we got a chance to do a deep dive into the band's 
first couple years together and also what's to come for Red Output. Here's our conversation now. Okay. Hello, everyone. It's so nice to see you. We've never met before. So <laughs> nice to finally see you guys. Nice to meet yeah, you. Nice to meet you. Thanks. So Red Output, Kitchener, Rockers, um, you're a four-piece band. So who do I have with me today? Do you guys want to go around, maybe introduce yourself, say what instrument you play in the band? I'm Chandler. I play the drums. Uh, I'm Ryan. You can call me Reno. And I do vocals and guitar. I'm Thomas, and I play uh, bass and a bit of guitar. I'm Brent, and I do vocals and guitar as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. So uh, all four of you, I'm wondering, you're from Kitchener. How did you all meet? Did you meet in school, neighborhood friends, I don't know, music class? How did you all get together? Ryan and Brent went to high school together. That's how they know them, each other. And um, we, uh, they started writing stuff um, by themselves and then kind of brought me and Thomas on in 2020 um, to kind of you know, help out with stuff. So. Yeah, nice. And did you find that like when you sort of came together as a band, was it because you had really similar tastes in music or you were like jamming together? Like, why did you sort of decide that the four of you wanted to become a band? Yeah, I think that um, we definitely all had similar tastes within like indie rock, alternative rock, um, sort of definitely all kinds of rock within there. Uh, and we were all kind of just like looking for a space to like take that one step further. Um, I remember when um, I had hung out with Thomas after meeting him at summer camp uh, and, and asking him if he wanted to come jam with us. I think that he was really happy to kind of have a space to, to do that. And that was around the same time when that space was coming into place. And he was a big part of that. And then Chandler was a big part of that when he joined. And so we kind of, yeah, we've cultivated this space where we, we can make the music we love, but then also, you know, take it a step further and be creative. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's so nice. So nice to have um, a group of people that you can just like make music with and be vulnerable with and be creative with, without feeling you know, feeling any judgment or like you can just take risks together. That's really, really nice. Very special. Um, so I'm curious, do you all sort of have similar influences when it comes to the music you're making? Like a lot of a lot of your songs kind of have different feels to them. There's like rock feel mostly, but I know there's some more experimental stuff too. Did you find that you're like listening to the same bands kind of pulling from the same influences? Yeah, early on, there were a lot of um, bands that sort of we we connected around. Um, one definitely notable one being The Strokes that we all loved and have, have covered many times together. Um, and also like a lot of indie rock artists like Peach Pit was a big one. Um, uh, and then and then as our sound has sort of developed, that's definitely uh, been informed by like new music that we've been listening to. Um, and so getting into a lot of like post-punk revival bands like Black Country Near Road, um, Shame and Squid were big influences as we've been kind of developing our sound. Um, and a small, small band in New York, Geese, uh, that we got to see together earlier last in the fall, um, has been a big influence. Um, and so I think we have, we definitely have like a, a lot of common interests that have informed our sound, but also a lot of uh, unique things that each of us listen to um, that we each kind of bring a, a different sort of influence in different sort of uh like musical palette to to the the music we make too mm -hmm. nice yeah when you mentioned that band from new york like all of you guys were like yeah um i'm curious when you go see a concert like as a band as a group do you find yourself throughout the show being like oh we should do that oh we should incorporate that into our show oh i want to like have that guitar tone in our next song what do you find like an out a, a band outing to a concert is like <laughs> it's funny that you say that though because uh we've got a we got a little bit of history with the band geese at this point we went and saw them in uh 2022 or tried to see them in 2022 <laughs> in april when they played at the uh the garrison in toronto we were on this list and we were we were supposed to uh because we were underage so we were supposed to get in through the the band's list but the bouncer was not having it so uh, oh man 
but then you finally you've gotten to see them now together they let us sit in their band van with them for like an hour and then <laughs> on, uh, then in october we went and uh we saw them live in october at uh the velvet underground and they actually remembered our name and stuff and that was pretty cool That's um, awesome. but as for things that uh we implement from other bands uh we 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 like to <laughs> to put it as simple as possible. We want to be technically good mm -hmm. because our stage presence and everything that's like that's that's a that's a proper draw to us, I think, but uh the the tightness, especially for me because my rhythm sucks ass <laughs> uh, it, it's got to uh got to improve when you're seeing other bands, it's kind of like, oh, that's so tight, like we gotta be like that. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting there too, I think. We're we're getting tighter. Yeah, I mean, you guys haven't been around for too, too long. Like, I feel like you're still sort of like emerging artists under that first kind of under the five year mark. Um, I can't remember exactly how I came across your band a few years ago. I feel like you guys maybe messaged Midtown Radio with the new EP. Um, but I remember when I heard that your first EP came out, you guys were all still in high school sort of just like did a diy recording and it turned out so so well um that's a really big undertaking to take on like still in high school what sort of gave you that push to want to like make that happen um at such a young age not that you're that young but at such a young oh. age i would say <laughs> yeah so yeah well we had just had a bunch of songs we were writing and we thought hey we might as well record them and start putting together an EP. So we kind of built a uh, makeshift studio in Ryan's parents' uh, attic, which has kind of been like our home base. Uh, so yeah, we recorded the whole thing up there and um, yeah, just a lot of fun time spent up there and yeah. Very nice. And uh, if we, I want to talk a little bit about that first EP and then we'll chat about the new single. Um, so the first EP you released in 2022, it has five songs and each song is really different. That's what really stuck out to me that like they all play on really different vibes. Um, I'm curious, like what were some of the themes that you were writing about at this time or what sort of made you want to make every song sound so different from each other? Yeah, I'd say that a theme that we talk about a lot on the EP uh, and even on these newer songs, just escapism uh, and just um, all the different kind of forms of it are like present on the EP, whether it's like escaping through like um, a person or the Sunday Rose Bar, which is this kind of like psychedelic place in the sky. Um, but I think like style wise, like obviously when the Sunday Rose Bar came out, it was it was doing pretty well and, and we were getting some traction on it. And and uh, so I think it was kind of like, oh, yeah, like you know, we can do that kind of indie rock thing, you know, let's, let's try some other stuff. And we, we really wanted to like, try things out and see how it went. And I'm really glad we did that. Because at this point now, like, we learned a lot from making, you know, a ballad, a darker song, um, some more indie rock tracks. Because um, now we know at this point, um, what we want our music to sound like and it's because we created a bunch of stuff that was, that was different. So yeah yeah definitely i mean you have to sort of try things out right in that first ep no one's first ep is ever their most perfect best work so it's such a good way to like flush out ideas see what feels right um or what feels not right as well as a band um so after you released that first ep in 2022 um i noticed you're playing a bunch of shows here in town you're taking trips to toronto to play a bunch of shows as well I'm curious, what were some of your most memorable shows from that first year as a band, sort of playing regularly in Kitchener, playing regularly in Toronto? What's one or two that stick out to you? Uh, I'll say early on, some of the ones that were, were a lot of fun was playing at Descendants Brewery, which is now, uh, they closed down, unfortunately. Um, but that was sort of like where we we first got our, our live set together and uh, developed some of our, our local fan base and and sort of figured out what it feels like to play together as a band. Um, some other big ones were uh, playing our, our first headlining show at the Hub in downtown Kitchener uh, with some some other local bands who are good friends of ours. Um, and uh, 
another another really big uh really good thing was playing the painted lady in toronto was a was a big one um because uh that was the, that was the first time we got to play in toronto and so uh and that was a really really cool experience um and then most recently uh playing the rivoli in toronto in, in early january of, of 2024 was a lot of fun and really good build that night playing with uh chlorine and tower lane and a uh, great crowd and and just probably one of the most fun gigs we played yeah the rivoli is such a great venue like i've seen some fabulous shows there it's it's a nice size room because i feel like it's like big enough that it feels like a huge show but it's not so big that like it feels like there's no empty pockets in it it's like a really really nice size room to fill um so when you went to the painted lady were you like taken aback by the weird drum thing that's in the back like the drummer has to like be in this back corner i remember the first time that we played there we were like what the drummer just they're in a weird corner like can you see them how did it feel to arrive and see that that was the stage set up i find it very memorable <laughs> well um as the drummer it was kind of um odd because i kind of had my own little little cave yeah and um I couldn't see much from back there, but um, hey, uh, getting in and out wasn't the greatest either, but, but <laughs> I, I made it work. <laughs> yeah, every venue has their own little quirks and stuff, right? <laughs> I love the Painted Lady. I find the sound there is like, oh, uh, it's so full. It's a, such a fun place to play and also like a really, really great first venue in Toronto as well. Okay, so let's flash forward a little bit too we've done some good reminiscing but you released this ep you played a bunch of shows had a really really strong social media presence felt like i just kept seeing all these like very cool pictures of you guys playing shows and stuff it really you know you could kind of tell that the band was like leveling up and now flash forward to 2024 there's a new single out um you just released it uh last week a few days ago and it's called Rafters. And I kind of am seeing this like bit of a rebrand on social media. There's like this real estate thing. I'm seeing a real estate agent that looks like one of you. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about the ideas behind the new single Rafters and kind of the, the images that are coming along with it, the themes that are coming out with it. Well, first and foremost, uh, we felt the need to be uh, really 2024's housing market remedy. Mm -hmm. um, there, there are certainly some uh, people out there around our age that are struggling with with the housing market situation right now. So who better to deal with that than Ted Kostecki, the real estate agent himself? Secondary, um, we noticed that a lot of, this kind of plays off of what you said before with the uh, the influence we take from other bands, but we noticed that there's a lot of music out there that's meant to, like as they say, scare the hose. We want to make sure that our music was the opposite of that because everyone is going in this direction of of scaring the host. So Rafters does just the opposite. So we got Ted Kostecki. We've got not scaring people. <laughs> um, I love the single. It's really such a strong song. I love how unique it is, how interesting like all the different changes are in it um i'm assuming this was not recorded in the attic it sounds a little bit different than the original recordings uh where did you record this new song so uh this was recorded uh in toronto at uh, metro lab recording studio uh it was uh produced by simon austin didn't did an excellent job on it and yeah we just really wanted to have uh like a it done professionally because uh, we always struggled with um, with like recording, like specifically drums. We've always found hard to record. Uh, so we just wanted to go to a real studio and be able to actually record drums uh, properly and record everything else properly and professionally. And uh, yeah, a lot of fun. What was it like working with a producer? Because your original stuff, your older stuff was self-produced just by the four of you. So what did it feel like to be like in a studio with someone sort of helping to make a lot of those big decisions? Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think making the decisions was, uh, I don't know, that was definitely a difficult part of it. Like when it came down to 
um, like big decisions of, of certain things to keep in the song. Like there was definitely some um, problems that arose with, um, with us and Simon, but like at the same time, it's because he's coming from a, a different place and the artists he's worked with in the past. Um, but yeah, he did an excellent job producing these new songs. And I think we're really, really grateful um, for all the work he put in. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a change to like not have um, the time as much time as we needed, like we did for the EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also not to have like full freedom on the songs. Um, so yeah, there's obviously pros and cons about kind of giving it up to somebody else. Uh, but I think, yeah, we're very happy with how it turned out. So thank you so much, Simon. Yeah. Um, when did, when did this song start to come about? Like when were the first riffs or lyrics sort of surfacing within the band? When did rafters begin? Yeah, honestly, it's been it's been quite a while in the making. Some of the as pretty much as soon as the EP was released, we started working on new ideas and just jamming and stuff. Um, and so the the ideas kind of came up naturally, like first uh, the the riff near the beginning, and then all the parts uh, like different instrumentation, but then also different sections of the song kind of layered on after that. And it's one that that came about really organically through. Uh, jamming together in in the attic and and then also playing it in its in various formulations at live shows over the last couple of years um and so it really has the we tried to keep that that live feel on the recording since it feels like for us like like it's so tied up in that um sort of the last year that where we've been we've been playing a lot of shows um and and the the energy that we get from the crowd definitely informed um how the song ended up sounding uh, so yeah, it's kind of been, been piecemeal over the last little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely the, I mean, the group vocals that are throughout it, like make you kind of feel like there might be an audience singing along with it in the recording. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really like that. And I just love how all of the different sections of the song like blend together so seamlessly, like every 30 seconds or minute, basically, we're sort of transported into this like new section of the song. And I just found that I, it made me want to listen to it again and again, because I would get to the end of the song and kind of think, how did it start again? Because the ending sounds way different than how it started. But like, how did that happen? I feel like you guys just did such a great job at weaving together so many different interesting sections with guitars and drums and vocals and yeah it's just like a really engaging listener experience so huge congrats to you folks and and your producer as well for making such a a captivating song um when you wrote the song did you set out to make a song that would have all these different sections in it like did you want to have really distinct parts of the song or did that just sort of like happen as you kept performing it live and jamming it more it works sort of like this idea that I had whenever I was a kid that a uh, Lego, the brand, should implement. Um, okay. I was thinking that they should start selling things called, or sets called odds and ends. My mom was all for this. And it would just be a bunch of, it would just be a bunch of, like, random Lego pieces that you could use your creativity to to make your own little, your own little thing. And the song came together the same way just like just like lego on odds and ends it was uh it was <laughs> they're they're laughing at me but i'm being i'm being for real right now they i like it <laughs> this the different parts uh they came together through a long process of uh of jamming around in the studio finding different parts that are cohesive but also uh different from each other in a complementary way and and it makes this uh magnum opus of of a lego set known as rafters rafters out everywhere i love that you should put that like (laughs) put that in some of your branding magnum opus of lego (laughs) red outputs rafters (laughs) no i i love that though i mean truly it's a it's a really fantastic song with so many elements going together that you might, yeah, you might not think that it works, but then as you listen to it and sit with it, like it's really, really a a lovely song. Um, 
And I know it also sort of ties in to that theme that you talked about from your earlier EP, kind of like escaping, you know, trying to get out this sort of theme of like a house. It's a it's a really nice theme to sort of tie to your current work as well. Um, so you have this single out. Is there more music on the way as well? Is this part of a larger collection? What can we expect uh, over the next couple months? Well, uh, we do have another single in the works right now that we're looking to release in the next little bit. Um, right now, we're just focusing just on just writing songs and seeing what comes of them, whether it's a larger project or just singles we're not entirely sure yet but definitely definitely keep your eye out for the the new single it's a bit bit more uh darker a bit more post-punk like um yeah okay let me tell you let me tell you those rafter beams are going to be rotten away that's all i gotta say so show me the money those those rafter beams will be rotting away and that'll be a, become a lot clearer <laughs> soon I like it. Is Ted Kostecki realtor going to still be around when the second single comes back? <laughs> Lurking, and he's probably not going to stop. Ted is this little Ted's this little rafter rat who just tries the best he can to to take up all the property he can and and sell it for obscene amounts. We are just about done with this guy. He at first it was like at first we had like this very very loving and symbiotic relationship that that was working very well but but now he's kind of sticking his tentacles into every little area of our lives and it's impacting not only the band but but just common people oh. because if there's one thing that red output is not it's not we're not like other boys ted kostecki seems like a slimy guy <laughs> we'll see if he sticks around i'm curious <laughs> Um, well, you guys have a very exciting year ahead of you. You have this new single that just came out, another one on the way. Um, do you also have some live shows coming up to play the new single live and sort of celebrate that with your fans? What do we got coming up soon? We have February 17th at the Hub in downtown Kitchener with Lost in Japan and uh, another KW band Millhouse. So pull up. It'll be our fourth show at the hub that we've done uh we have fun every time and i know you will too mm -hmm. uh yeah it's gonna be a great night bring your dancing pants and let's, let's have a good time nice lost in japan are such a wonderful band too um i saw them in the summer at a festival and they were just like so funny amazing energy catchy songs so i feel like that'll be such a nice pairing uh for the night night at the hub i can't say that i've heard millhouse before but i'm sure they're great too what are some venues that you would love to play this summer or like new cities you'd like to get to? You know, you've done a lot of Kitchener, you've done a lot of Toronto. Are there any other places that you're hoping to hit up this year for live shows? Yeah, I think a, a big plan for us uh, this spring and summer is trying to hit a, a lot of festivals and make our way around to other parts of Toronto or uh, of Ontario, rather outside of Toronto and uh, Kitchener-Waterloo. Um, so definitely plans to get up to... Uh, Stobble Beach area and Wyerton and Owen Sound and maybe do a, a weekend through there, uh, stay at Ryan's Cottage near Wyerton. Um, and then also maybe get up to uh, Muskoka area or um, other festivals uh, elsewhere in, in Southern Ontario as well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of kind of the new spots on the bucket list on top of some, uh, definitely planning on still, still playing Toronto and KW uh, as, as the earth goes on. Very nice. Well, Congrats to you guys again for releasing such a fantastic single. I'm so, so excited to see what you all get up to uh, throughout the rest of the year. I've just really enjoyed following this journey of your music um, and just seeing how you're sort of leveling up year to year as a Kitchener band, making Kitchener proud um, as you play shows, hopefully all across the province over the next uh, next year or so. So congratulations again. Rafters is out now. Um, if people want to follow along with your musical journey or uh, stay tuned for new music that's coming out, where can they find you on socials? Well, you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, search up Red Output. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music. So search up Red Output, you'll find us.
you you will also be finding us at the windmill in, in Brixton, England. Um, we are going to be taking over the windmill. <laughs> is that a venue? <laughs> it it is a venue. Um, it is a venue. It's one that we are excited to play at. Okay, very cool. Where uh, are we manifesting that for twenty twenty four? Yes. I love it. We'll manifest. You know what? Last year, someone that I interviewed talked about some like big event thing they wanted to have happen. And the next year it happened. So I think that Midtown Radio manifests things for different bands and people. So we want to open for geese. There you go. I'm throwing it in the. There it is. It's out into the universe. It might happen at some point. And you guys will have a great story to like share on stage when you open for them that you didn't even get to go to their first show because you were underage. So <laughs> awesome. Well, manifesting good things for all of you. Um, thank you so much again, Chandler, Ryan, Brent, and Thomas for chatting with me and best of luck with the rest of the year. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Yeah, appreciate it. Well, that was my conversation with the four guys from Red Output. We are now going to take a listen to their brand new single. Here it is. We are Red Output. We just released Rafters and we are 2024's Housing Market Remedy. was Rafters, the brand new single from Kitchener's own punk rockers, Red Output. They're going to have more shows and more singles on the way this year, so make sure you check them out. 
Up next on Midtown Conversations this morning, I got to sit down with Owen Tester, who is the lead guitarist, co-writer, co-producer, co-founder of uh, Pop Punk Rocker's Living Room for Small. Now this band has been absolutely blowing up in Kitchener-Waterloo. They have sold out Maxwell's completely packed the place they're playing festival stages they're opening for some really incredible acts and these guys are putting in the work i feel like in the next couple years they are just gonna take off and are gonna be making kitchener waterloo proud so it was really really fun to sit down with owen and chat about this brand new single that they just released that's part of this larger EP collection called Wherever You Go. So here's our conversation now, chatting with Owen Tester from Living Room for Small. Enjoy! I'm here with Owen Tester from Kitchener's own Living Room for Small. Welcome, Owen! How's it going? Good, good, good. So excited that we could chat. I've been following along with all the social media posts about the new song and it's finally out. Very exciting. Yeah, it's uh, we've been waiting on this one for a while, so it's good to have it out. Yeah, so your new single, Wherever You Go, uh, just came out this week. Um, it has such a great feel, like it's so catchy, it's upbeat. There's some big hard hits. I love the intro. The intro is epic. Like those big, <laughs> massive hits. It just like pulls you in right away. Um, so you said you've been working on this one for a while. Tell us a little bit about the story behind the song. Like when did it start sort of coming out? A riff or lyrics or when did that sort of start happening? So the main hook of the song, like in the chorus, um, came about last summer. Um, wow. actually writing just like you the previous single that came out um we're up north i forget the town <laughs> but up north is writing and trying to come up with new ideas and this was one idea that i came up with guitar wise that i wanted to get going on mm -hmm. um, it kind of sat on the back burner while we worked on just like you yeah. but then now that jesse's in the band um we've been able to really get that song off the ground and uh it's now snowballed to what it is now. So um, we're stoked to have it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's so much going on in this song, like little synth lines some pads, some cool vocal effects. I'm curious, uh, did you work with a producer on this track or is that sort of like a self-production DIY thing? It's so cool. So many layers to this song. So ever since the our EP, um, I'm Pretty Okay, we have been self-producing everything. Wow. Uh, so everything that you hear in the song um, and the last four songs actually is all self-produced um, right in our living room, pun intended. So me and Nay have been trying to really get better with self-production, try and take it to a, a, another level because we have all the tools online now for for us to use. You don't have to go to a high-end studio to get high-end high uh, recordings. So we've just been going at it ever since... Uh, I think it was Social Cues was the first one we like fully self-produced and put it out without wow. a mixing engineer. Yeah, honestly, you would not be able to tell. That's why I was curious because I know I've <laughs> seen little videos of you folks on Instagram like doing stuff at home, but that is quite a task to be able to kind of listen to the song, think about what might be missing. Because, you know, you do the drum track, you do the guitar track, but then it's like, what and the bass track but then what comes after that right so realizing like oh we need a synth here we need like a pad here we need to double up the vocals or something that is a big big task so exactly. big big kudos to you guys for uh for working away on that it certainly doesn't sound like something that was recorded in a living room but i do like the tie-in to the band name <laughs> yeah with uh yeah we use we do program like electric drums and stuff but I'm also a drummer too, so I can understand what things are supposed to sound like. Um, and then Nate has his own recording set up with soundproofing, so he can do it all pro professionally as he can. So yeah, um, yeah, 
Very cool. Um, so this song is now completing a collection, which is pretty exciting. So you have this EP out now, also titled Wherever You Go, that uh, pulls in the last couple singles that you've released. Um, I'm curious, is there sort of an overall theme that ties these songs together? Like, why did you want to sort of package them as one? We've just been putting out singles as they kind of come to us, uh, not necessarily having a theme. We just thought that this collection of songs, they all, they all, they're all different, but they also work all together. They, they're all contrasting ideas, but they all sound like us. We just want to put something out that kind of shows different realms of what we can do. Um, in terms of the theme, there isn't really a theme of the, the EP. Um, we just want to put music out. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I feel like also sometimes when you package music together, it can represent like a certain era of the band or something, right? It's like you're self-producing your music. You've sort of like leveled up a little bit in the last year, playing a bunch of shows and sort of, you know, seeing more of like a local following and stuff. So I feel like, I don't know, maybe these songs kind of represent that like next level of the band. Your lineup has changed a few times over the past couple of years. So yeah, it's kind of nice to have like a group of songs that represent that as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, let's take a minute to talk about the artwork of this song. It is the best. I saw it. I was like, that is, what is that? I love it. I feel like it should be like a cool tattoo or something. Uh, did you guys design that yourself? So a lot of the artwork for the band is mostly Nate. Um, he's the image of the band, if you will. So, um, for this song, I wanted, I, the theme is sweater and like someone's stealing your sweater. So I was like, we need to just tie this into the artwork somehow. And just, and I wanted a simple idea and he just started, and I saw him behind me drawing a couple sketches and it was just a simple, yeah, the sweater with the, the uh, smiley face. And that was it. <laughs> I, like, I love it though. I feel simple. like, yeah, I'm not a tattoo person, but I feel like that should be tattooed on somebody. <laughs> Nate, Nate's probably going to end up and end up with that on his uh, arm or something. I love it. Uh, he recently got everything's fine tattooed on him. So it's okay. gonna, it's gonna probably happen. Commitment. Hey, you know what? My, my bandmates have like little band tattoos as well. I don't have one yet. That probably won't happen, but mm -hmm. <laughs> if it's special enough to you, Hey, why not? <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of our listeners out there, make sure that you check out, um, the artwork for this song because it is adorable and if you're a tattoo person maybe you'll want to bring that to your next appointment i don't know <laughs> so the ep is out now this new single's out uh do we have some shows coming up soon to celebrate either local or out of town uh locally uh february 11th we're playing at the hub um with our good friends from guelph excuse me and then we're both opening for um, hotel mira on their canadian tour um, supported by fake shark. So that's going to be a good one to, to come out to. Yeah. But, um, we're also trying to plan something in Waterloo for April. Um, not, it's not set yet, but we're trying to get something going. Nice. So keep an eye on the socials to see what happens. Yeah. I feel like 2023 was like a really big year for you guys. Lots of big shows. You sold out Maxwell's here in Waterloo. You played Revelry Music Festival with Lights and the Arkells. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And yes, you opened, year. yeah, you opened up for the Monoales more than once, right? Yeah, two, two years in a row. Yeah, that is pretty wild. Um, where do you hope to hit up in 2024? What's on the list? What can top that? <laughs> well, we've been, we've just been trying to uh reach out to as many like festivals as possible even like overseas too i'm from the uk so i've been trying to get us over there and get in front of the rest of my family and stuff like that too so um just trying to do as much out outreach as possible um because you never know who's going to answer right so uh, having the experience of the the festival last year we've got a couple um that we're hoping for but nothing's uh, it's pretty early in the year right now, so who knows? But um, yeah, we're hoping for a couple more festivals this year than last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice to get your sound in front of a huge audience, right? Just like expose a bunch of new fans to your music and hopefully some of them stick around. Yeah. Festivals are the 
probably the best way to do that because it's all fresh listeners and people are there for different kinds of music so they never know what they'll find um going to one so yeah i feel like your music is so catchy too that it would be like perfect at a festival i don't know the amount of times i've played one of your songs on uh one of our shows on midtown radio and like i'm humming it for the entire (laughs) next week so i feel like if people heard you at a festival they would also be humming your music throughout the rest of the weekend so i feel like you you folks really like fit the bill for that like big festival like sing-alongs and kind of like bopping around to uh to your sound (laughs) yeah we like writing catchy stuff for people to remember so yeah yeah love it well very excited to see uh what you guys get up to in 2024 we're gonna take a little listen to the brand new single now and then can you stick around for a little lightning round afterwards of course that'd be amazing Perfect. Okay. Well, this is the brand new single from Living Room for Small. Here is Wherever You Go.
And you just heard Wherever You Go from Living Room for Small, the brand new single that they just released this week. My name is Allison Dijak, and I've been chatting with Owen Tester, the lead guitarist and songwriter and producer from <laughs> Living Room for Small. Those drums at the end, they are so good. The beat drops and everything is just like, oh, it's such well, a half, good- the halftime part, yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, the, the drums just get into this like cool, like halftime groove. And it's like, I feel like everything just builds and then it, the drums drop. It's like so good. Epic start, epic end, epic single. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Owen, we are going to play a very quick lightning round to test. It? No, it's not to test. It's, it's just to explore your, uh, your knowledge or dislikes or likes of uh the local community midtown radio is all about the local scene so we gotta get your opinions on the local scene are you ready of course yeah. okay here we go you have to answer as fast as you can so don't overthink it just whatever comes okay. to mind first <laughs> okay good. downtown kitchener or uptown waterloo uptown waterloo best cup of coffee in town small tiger Maxwell's or Dive Bar? Maxwell's. Love it. Farm animals in Waterloo Park or the swans in Victoria Park? Farm animals in Uptown. <laughs> I agree with that one, I think. <laughs> you just packed up after a late night show in town. Where are you going for food and drinks after the show? Uh, that has to be Krabby Joe's. Yeah. Half price apps. <laughs> right across the street from Maxwell's. Yes. Or the uh, or the downtown uh, downtown Kitchener one. They're both they're both pretty good. True, a good late night vibe at Krabby Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fill in the blank. Kitchener Waterloo is known for its technology sector, but it should be known for music. Nice, I agree. St. <laughs> Jacobs Farmers Market or Kitchener Market. St. Jacobs. Okay, and the last question: Which touring band or act? should come play a show in kw but they haven't yet i would say amber run okay i've never heard of amber run i would definitely check them out yeah okay amber run please come to kw you did it you got all i don't know how many i had eight questions i was gonna say correct <laughs> you didn't get them correct you gave answers for them <laughs> thank you very much owen thank you <laughs> um well congratulations again on the new single the collection of songs very very exciting uh and i get the feeling of what it's like to work on a song for so long and finally get it out into the world so uh very exciting for for the whole band yeah we're, we're stoked on this new one so mm -hmm. glad to have it out yeah um if folks want to follow along with new music or shows that are coming up where can they find you online uh, we're always pretty active on Instagram at living room for small underscore, as well as Facebook. And we try to, we're now posting more and more to YouTube and uh, TikTok as well. So, and nice. you can find us just living room for small. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Owen, again, for chatting with us. And wherever you go, the new EP and single from living room for small is out now. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, thanks again to Owen from Living Room for Small for sitting down with me last week. Well, to end off our program today here on Midtown Conversations, I wanted to play a few more songs that have just been released in the last month uh, here in KW. So this next single comes from Amanda Brom and I got the chance to actually see her perform last year. She took part in the Summer Folk Music Festival's Youth Discoveries Contest, and I actually got to sit as a panelist, as a judge, for the Guelph round of auditions, and watching Amanda was next level. Her voice, her songwriting, her guitar playing, her um, stage presence. She just had such a confidence and such a memorable personality. We ended up putting her through. She was so, so good. So I was really excited when I heard she had some new music out. So we're gonna hear from her now uh, chatting about her brand new single she just released last month. 
So I wrote Pink Paper Hearts when I was out on a walk with my dog and I was just like trying to notice the beauty in like mundane suburban Kitchener and that was something that I tried to implement in the music video as well which is up on my YouTube. You can find me there at Amanda Brom, Brom spelt B-R-A-A-M and then you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Amanda Brom Music. I'll also be uh, live on 101.1 The Grand on February 20th. I'll be uh, getting interviewed and I'll be playing a couple songs live. And then on February 22nd, I'm doing a little acoustic set at um, Central Library in Kitchener. So check it out if you're interested. But uh, without further ado, this is Pink Paper Hearts. I hope you like it. Pink Paper Hearts Taped new single Pink Paper Hearts from Amanda Brom. Well, as we wrap up this episode of Midtown Conversations, I want to play one more song for you. This is from one of my favorite singer-songwriters and performers in town. But before we do that, I want to give a special thanks to Grand Valley Construction Association for sponsoring our show. If you ever want to hear past episodes of Midtown Conversations, old interviews that we've done, you can always check them out on demand on midtownradio.ca or on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search up Midtown Radio. Thanks again for listening. My name is Allison Dijak, and you can always tune in to more episodes of Midtown Conversations live here on midtownradio.ca. Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Well, I'm going to leave you with this song now from singer-songwriter Alyssa DVM. This is a brand new single she just released at the end of January. It is called Let Me Hate You. Have a nice day, everyone.
throws the beat to your drum.